Hey guys, it's your host, Seth Goldstein, with Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. And I have a very juicy, important announcement. Ever wonder how cool and refreshing it would be to hear your own voice on iTunes? Your podcast made at a touch of a button? If you haven't heard about Anchor, you are totally missing out. It's the most easiest way to make a podcast super practical, and best part of all, it's free. It even has creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone on the go or computer in the comfort of your own home, guys. What's even better, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with minimum listenership. It's really that easy. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. What are you waiting for? Download your free Anchor app or simply go to anchor.fm to get started. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Hey, gang, it's your host, Jim Francis and Goats and Seth Goatstein this evening bringing you yet another Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. This evening, like every evening, I bring you someone new, but not just anybody, someone that's refreshing, someone that's got tons of talent, a wealth of knowledge. And in this case, you know what? I got to tell you, it's one for the books. I have an actress, a producer, get this, a stand-up comedian slash Miss America. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to bring in Miss Deanna Mole. Ole, ole. Hey, Jim, how you doing? I am beyond thrilled to have you on board today on, on our show. This is a distinctive uh, uh, a show that we have this evening because you're on and and I am blessed uh, for you know for you to grace graces this evening uh virtually of course um but very soon we'll be uh we'll be doing a, a one in person i hope that's that's the hope uh that i have uh, as soon as um it's okay to do so you know with the pandemic and all but why don't you tell us holy cow what haven't you been up to you've been doing stand-up you're working on tell us about ghetto busters i also want to know about your like miss america days i mean Let's. Why don't we start at the top? How about you were born in um in raised you were born in Rosemead, California, and then you transplanted over to Montebello, correct? Yes, that is correct. Very cool. So, what were your beginnings like? I mean, living in Rosemead. I love Rosemead. Uh, you know, I love that in and out across you from Rosemead High School. So, <laughs> I go there quite a bit actually when I'm on that <laughs> side of town. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that you mentioned that because I have some great memories of going through in and out actually with my parents. Uh, we used to have a red van and back in the day wow. when the in and out obviously was open, the red van would not fit. So every time we would go through the drive through, my dad would have like new scratch marks on the side of the van. So you knew for a fact <laughs> we went to in and out a lot because you had like scratches on both sides of the van. <laughs> Is this one of your bits, by the way? Are you like doing stand up already on our show? No. <laughs> if you haven't, that needs to be worked, work, you know, and polished a little more. But I'm sure it's gonna 
kill a lot of people. You'll you'll knock them dead, girl. <laughs> That's funny. Now what? Okay, let's talk. And, 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 and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send them a letter and tell them. You know what? You need to sponsor my show. Like what the hell? I've been talking about you. No, but what's okay? So what's your favorite burger? And while we're at it, because that is like by far, I have it at least twice a, a no, maybe like five times a, a week. I'm not gonna lie. Almost every day I have it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um. What's your favorite hamburger at In-N-Out? It begs the question, right? It would just definitely have to be a double-double animal style. I love that. Oh. And yes, I pretty much can eat it in four bites. But I do pay for it at the end, of course, being a, a little bit mm -hmm. pushing those senior citizen years. You know, the intestines oh, can only fine. hold so much burger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm being transparent here. I'm being honest. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You and I, actually, I have to have a, a grilled cheese sandwich. I do the grilled cheese. You know, they have like you can make it into a grilled cheese sandwich. Yes. And yeah. I order like the extras, like extra lettuce, extra tomatoes, extra pickles, all the extras ex except the meat. I don't really do meat all that much these days, again, because of the gut issue. So I'm trying to lose all the weight and I've been doing I'm on the road to to just looking really good and feeling great. And I kind of don't want to uh, like you know, screw that whole process up. But um, at any rate, that's what I do most of the time, a grilled cheese sandwich and um. I tend to do that, but then some days I just splurge and go all out, and then I'll have like the animal fries, and then I'll have like a, a ginormous Coke. So, I, <laughs> so there you go, right? What diet? I don't know what you're talking about. Not today. Uh, all I can say, uh, Jim, I'm glad I'm not your ivory throne. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say, I you know, and, and it's funny because growing up like what are you like the fondest memories of rosemary like where you grew up and stuff you hung out the time when we didn't have video games we we did have video games we didn't have tablets we didn't have like the internet you know um what what, what did you do like do you guys hang out at the mall or, or like you know where, where'd you where'd you go tell us all about it i want to hear it oh wow uh, that's definitely taking me down memory lane i would definitely have to say my favorite memories living in rosemead Definitely being a Rosemead Rebels cheerleader. I mean, at age seven, being a Rosemead uh, Rebel cheerleader was actually a status. It pretty much said to a lot of the rest of the Pop Warner um, cheerleaders that you were better than the average. So that mm -hmm. right there was a great memory. And I used to love going to the cheerleading competitions and have friends out there. But for the most part, yeah. I used to love going to the arcade. Come on, there was the uh, arcades over there in, in San Gabriel, which those were the ones we would have to ride our bikes to. But um, we used to go to the arcades out there, you know, play Pac-Man asteroids and play sure. pinball machines and everything and yeah. definitely roller skated quite a bit. But um, I actually used to live off of the golf course. So a lot of fun memories would be jumping the gate and just going and having fun in the golf course. So you did. Oh, so you're like across from Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yes. Is that that golf? No way. You used to live there? I used to live over there right off oh, of Rosemead yeah. Boulevard near the electrical company. And like I said, uh -huh. our backyard was actually adjacent to the golf course. So we did a wow. lot of naughty things. <laughs> and I do know uh -huh. a lot of I want to hear all about it. <laughs> yeah. Off the record. Okay. No, but I, you know what? I got to tell you something that Rose, is it the Rosemead or the San Gabriel bowling uh, alley is closed? I know. They closed one of you know about it? I okay. know, yes. It's yeah. so sad. They bulldozed but... it. It's mm -hmm. over. It's done. 
Exactly. It's gone. I was like, whatever happened to that? And so these landmarks that are, you know, they're reminiscent of the olden times and the time when things were a little more innocent, you know, other than kissing behind the booth. Oh, exactly. Tea, right. <laughs> I mean, this is like stuff that, that is just fantastic and it's just cemented in our minds. But um, I remember going out to hang out with some, um, uh, what was it? The girls from back when I was in high school. You're like, I hope not now, Jim. <laughs> no, but the, what was the name of that? Ramona Convent and now Hambra. Oh, and, oh, no. Yeah. You know that place is haunted, right? Yes, yeah, I place do. Is freaking haunted. I you know? know. I've heard about yeah. the stories. I actually had a girlfriend uh -huh. of mine uh, who went uh -huh. to Ramona Convent. And she used to tell me about sure. all the little stories there. The library, the curtains moving by itself. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of fun stories. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, he used to live adjacent to that was Bobby Castillo from the Dodgers. Really? Wow. Uh -huh. He used to live in that, in the, in the, or the condos that they built next to it. Oh, wow. Right by the freeway, along yeah. the freeway. Anyway, I love to reminisce and with someone that I can. And I'm so glad you're on the show because you 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 kind of know like where i'm coming from you have like you know we kind of very parallel lives in certain ways and and aspects and what were some of the challenges growing up you know like in the neighborhood were there any gangs around when you were growing up no there was no gangs in rosemead and then um moving from rosemead to montebello and and going uh -oh. down you know memory lane there was the electric planet yeah. and which was a you know hottest arcade back in the day and um, yeah. there was there, no, there was never gangs, never anything. If anything, it was just more of the break dancing, and you know we would sure. have the break dancing competitions, and if not, we would have the freaking competition. Uh -huh. So you know, I was always uh -huh. running with a good crowd, always very positive, good. always good. always just fun. And it wasn't until I ran with a crew when I was uh, probably probably in around the eighth grade or so, which we used to go yeah. bomb. <laughs> we used to go bomb, you know, the Montebello Riverbed. And that's uh -huh. when I started getting kind of like on the cusp of like, okay, I the cops it. are being called on us. And Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. There's a sense of like a sense of a rush, if you will, when, when you feel like, you know what I mean? Like your blood just rushes to your brain when you know, like you're almost going to get caught for something naughty when you're younger, you know, there's almost that sense of like, dang, but are you going to get as close enough to the fire, but not get burned? Um, that's, that's crazy. And, um, yeah, you mentioned uh, breakdancing. I think Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas uh, uh, was a was a breakdancer in Rosemead. Yeah, You're, I, yeah you know, you know I I do remember, but again, like I said, I used to run with the smaller crews um, when I did uh -huh. move from Rosemead to Montebello. So I more ran uh -huh. with with the Montebello crews with the uh -huh. um, obviously um, from the breakdancing right. to the freaking. Sure. You know, to bombing, like I said, the graffiti on the you know on the Montebello. Okay. Uh, you know, riverbed, and then of course the motorcycle. Dang. The motorcycles came uh -huh. in, and then the lower trucks, and the mini trucks, uh -huh. and the bugs. So again, all that time and doing Graffiti's those years. back, girl. Graffiti has made a resurgence. I see graffiti all over. I see, I see, um, Chaka is doing big things. You know, remember Chaka back in the day? He was mobbing it in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Exactly. And I actually brought that back in a sense where, um, you know, obviously with Ghetto Busters, you know, the uh -huh. live art. And I have a friend of mine who actually down in L.A., he does a lot yeah. of um, graffiti art. And as a matter of fact, giving Ian a shout out, raised in L.A., they actually uh -huh. did some bombing, some artwork of okay. our shield 
throughout Hollywood, awesome. right before, yeah. our, you know, Hollywood uh, screening that we had at the Man's Chinese Theater. So again, That's bringing right. back all that old school with the new school, but no matter Love what, it. you know, art means art. And at the end of the day, right. it's beautiful. It is art. It is awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love nothing more than, the, I grew up around a lot of, yeah, a lot of taggers, you know, growing up, it was the Mecca of the taggers, you know, LA and um, all over really. But I want to, I want to um, talk about Miss America. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be itching to know um, how did you get inspired or like who told you, Hey, you can do it. I mean, you're clearly a very, you know, beautiful uh, lady and um, with all due respect. And so when you were younger, did somebody like a teacher, was there a parent like, and, and, and did your parents support you in making that decision to run for Miss America? That's actually really funny. And yes, it was a teacher who inspired me to run for Miss Montebello. And that would have been back in 1988. And she, um, as a matter of fact, her name was Miss Cooley. She was my health and um, teacher back in high school. And although I did grow up a tomboy, um, at one time or another, even my dad, like, hey, what are you going to start doing? When are you going to start cheerleading again? I think he got a little worried there. And I even I even surprised him. I'm like, Dad, by the way, Miss Cooley, my health teacher, she has told me to go out for Miss Montebello. So I'm going to do a pageant, Dad. I'm going to wear a dress and a bathing suit and everything on stage. So come watch me. Come see me. So I had the full support from my mom and my dad when I ran for Miss Montebello and back in 1988. I ended up winning the pageant. And the rest was awesome. history. <laughs> and the rest, yeah. as they say, is history, as the old adage goes. Fantastic. You, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in, we have the lovely, the creative, the awesomeness. I just created a word if I haven't already. Deanna <laughs> Molay. She's so <laughs> such a rock star. I want to hear all about Ghetto Busters. Tell us about <laughs> Ghetto Busters. It's so awesome. I think it's it's just, I thought, like, why didn't I think of that? You know? Um, tell me, um, Ghetto tell me about that. Yeah. What is there? My goodness. Wow. Um, you know, I'm very, I'm very, very blessed to be running with a crew um, from Ghetto Busters. And again, I want to give a shout out to all my film family, Falcon Pictures, and there's Concrete, there's Ricky, there's Citric, there's Ryan, there's Alyssa, there's Alicia, you know, all everybody from the crew. And it's yeah. just been a, very much a blessing. It's been a film family in the making. You know, when I met Danny a couple of years ago, shout out ago, to everybody, everybody. Yeah. And when I met Danny a couple of years ago and we shot the pilot, you know, I saw the potential of, of what it could be. And so that's why when we joined forces with both Falcon Pictures and Deanna Land Productions, you know, we went, you know, back to the drawing board and we just said, hey, we can do a series. We can really do this. So, you know, I basically, you know, just told Danny, you know, this show is like the Three Stooges meets Cheech and Chong and meets <laughs> Impractical Jokers. It's the most hilarious totally. superhero comedy. And I and I uh -huh. even told Danny straight out, Danny, we don't even have superheroes in our Latin culture. So let's create this show. <laughs> let's do it. And the rest is history. And here we are today. And we're going to be streaming on Tubi, you know, in November. Fantastic. And Woo. I'm just super excited. Super, super excited. I play Hot I'm Mom on the thrilled. show, by the way. <laughs> You got what? I play hot mom on the show, by the way. Ooh. And so, so um, we, we can hardly wait to, to see you, you know, grace our, our TV screens. Um, 
uh, I, I can, you know, I'm sure that we're going to be supporting you guys and I'm 100% behind you. I always give a like because I really have to tell you those people that throw themselves like a leap of faith into what they believe in strongly and more so, you know, those folks like yourself empowering other, um, other Latinos, other folks that might, um, not otherwise have the representation hats off to you guys, hats off, hats off to you. Um, you have nothing but respect for me and, um, and yeah, here's two more. You like, I hope it just runs forever, honestly. And it and it can just spawn some way cooler uh, stuff that you're gonna have going, I'm sure. And and I want to know all about it. And you're gonna keep us uh, in the loop, right? Oh yes, I definitely will keep you posted. Fantastic. And um, and so and so you you have you also have your own production company, right? I do. It's Deanna Lamb Productions and. I actually created the production company again, and I know this may sound a little corny and, and, you know, cliche, but I created my production company for the inspiration to actually get the people to believe in the whole fact of their own dreams, because I really believe in paying it forward. And with that said and done, my production company, I love making everybody's dreams and wishes come true. And with that, holding the opportunity. One second, hold that. Here's a round of I'm I'm just a standing ovation, me and my puppy. All right, Buddha, right? No, I mean that is amazing. Freaking amazing. Honestly. Everyone's dreams come true. I you know what? Why can't there be more people like you out there, honestly? And I mean that from an honest, from a good place that comes. I really like, I really, I really love that that you you like to give back and, and pay it forward and you know, you have such a big heart. I can, I can already see it. And, and, um, and for that, you know, I commend you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And that's, and again, that's why I love creating the opportunity, you know, even with my ghetto busters family, when I manifested the whole situation of us having a red carpet event, you know, I put it out there in the universe and I said, you know what universe, this is what I want for my film family. I want them to have the red carpet event at the Hollywood man's Chinese theater. I want them to walk the red carpet and I want them to have an evening that they would remember. And when the opportunity came about, I didn't let anything stand in the way. I just called Danny and said, Danny, this is what's going to happen. Sit back, enjoy the ride. It was about a month of planning. And when we got all the crew there, all the family, friends, including a couple of celebrities that um, obviously attended as well, you know, they're still Uh talking about it and it still brings such just you have no idea just knowing the fact that these people are going to live with this memory for the rest of their lives. And this is, this was something of a dream that they had and they were able to share with their families. And of course, all the, you know, the coverage we received from, you know, the actual PR and from the newspapers and it just generated nothing but love, pure love. And again, that comes and stems from the fact of, what I established in my production company is a genuine authenticity of the love and paying it forward. And again, just establishing that whole fact of people, you know, creating the situation, the scenario for their dreams and wishes to come true. And that's what I want to continue to do in my production company with developing content and just helping and paying forward to everybody and anybody who comes, you know, within my path. So it's a spiritual dream. Isn't she a badass, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> My God, you're a badass girl. Deanna Land <laughs> Productions, you guys. It's going places. And you know what? 
girl, you do your thing. I mean, you're really um, opening up doors for so many folks. I am thrilled. And just when I see that, I live vicariously. Let me tell you, I live vicariously. I live through some of these, uh, uh, you know, productions. I see it and, uh, you know, um, uh, Chica, hats off to Chicano Hollywood. Hats off to, to, to uh, you know, because that's kind of how I came to, well, we have mutual friends that we could talk about at another time, you and I, but um, we uh, somehow I, I got connected through Chicano Hollywood to you. And um, I think, uh, through, well, thank you, Johnny, because I know now I know that you're behind Chicano Hollywood. And then I had an outpouring of supporting the Ghetto Busters. I think I had um, um, uh, Damone. Is it Damone? Is that his last Damone? Yes, Vic, I think, Vic Damone. Uh, Correct. Um, Vic Damone. Damone. Yeah. He's, so, hey, what's up, my man, Vic? Um, you still have, we still have to exchange numbers. You still have not, uh, answered my, my text, no, <laughs> but, um, but he, um, yeah, he gave me, he gave me a nod and then I got a nod from Richard, uh, Richard, um, uh, the guy from the hot cheetos, Richard Montañez, who just, just beautiful people all the way around. And then, then you came along and it's like you and I connected and I'm thinking, have we connected in like in, maybe in another, um, lifetime, maybe possibly. We may have, you know, I see it feels like I've known you forever. Um, but we're so we're so blessed to have you on. And thank you really from the bottom of my heart for coming on and inspiring us. That's what I got to tell you, You're inspiring the next generation. Well, you inspire me, too, because, again, it's all about connection. So without the yin and the yang, you know, we both wouldn't uh -huh. be here. And, you know, just the yeah. vibration of what we are able to vibe and just continue to just, again, invite many people to just put it out there and just say, hey, oh, yeah. you know, we can all do this together. And like I told you, I want my yeah. party boat to be full. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love that concept. Like you want you want there is going to be a yacht or the bus. You still haven't settled. There's going to be a beach. It's going to be like like this party you're going to have where you're going to have it. You think it's going to be each because we're going to pack that beach up, whatever it is. It's I want me packed. a love boat. That's what I want. There I want go. me a big cruise ship. <laughs> there you go. We're going to sing We Are the World <laughs> together. <That's so> <laughs> this is, I'm just having a blast talking to you. It's just fantastic. <laughs> this exchange is great. Um, Let's now move on to human. You have a human trafficking uh, project. It is a little more like, you know, a serious thing. And, and um, we want to really touch on, on this, this really, um, sensitive topic um you when did this all start for you like when you wanted to you know the, is this something you wrote a long time ago or how how does this all spawn this actually spawned um from the fact of attending my workshop as uh, obviously acting and so a group of us got together actors and um we said you know what let's let's create something let's do something together and let's just really 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 um you know, put our creativity together. So Mark Wayne, which is the director of um, the actual short film that's going to be going to film festival very, very soon. And the name of our short film right now is called The Product. Um, the he product. approached me and he said, you know, Deanna, I think you would be great in the lead. You know, I'm going to write this. Tell me what you think. He sent me the script probably about, probably like about two weeks later. And when I read it, and it was a little disturbing, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I can do this. And the um, part that I play in the actual short film, I actually played the madam of the human trafficking compound. So it's Holy a very, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a very heavy 
very layered character that I play, very evil. Um, it was not an easy part to play because, you know, engaging with the kids on set, of course, I had to be very assertive, very mean, very evil. I actually made kids cry in between our takes. So I had to come down to their level, yeah. you know, during the takes with that right. we weren't shooting and play with That's them, mean. play tag and everything. But it was yeah. just very heavy content. And with the kids being there along with the parents on set, the parents were very happy that, I, again, I came down to their level and played with them in between because otherwise, you know, I don't want them going home, you know, with, uh, you know, the madam being their boogeyman and having, you know, nightmares and stuff like that. Because like I said, Corella. no, I, yeah. I'm not kidding you. It's more than yeah. Corella. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, my it, God. It's, it's like Yorona. Remember that? Remember that fable? No, it's, it's probably Yorona meets Corella meets uh, the Wicked Witch of the uh, oh. West. <laughs> it's <East>. bad. <laughs> and you know and i'm ready for it i'm ready for obviously i know i'm going to receive a lot of negative and positive but the positive is the fact is putting out the awareness about human trafficking because not too many stories are told there are so many survivors out there i've had the opportunity to speak to a lot of the survivors and hear and hear their stories about survival and still dealing you know with the yeah. with the their past and everything so just to be able that's to a, put it out there is to me that's a, a sobering experience a girl it is yeah, yeah. Sobering it is. experience really is. it is um oh boy i don't know there's no words you know um no there isn't like i said it's yeah. going to be out there and i just know for a fact it definitely is going to uh take everything to a different level when it does come to my production company but for the most part it is going to be out there uh, to allow the fact for victims to come forward to be able to tell their stories because um, I'm hoping it'll get picked up to docu-series and again for healing to happen and to become again a community that embraces the fact for us not to ignore it but to be aware of it and put the awareness out there and again protect our kids and protect again our whole community and human human existence because it's evil out there. It's very yeah. Evil. It really is. It really is. We're living in the dark ages, and I believe that it's nice to you know to be the light, the beacon of light for you know it's 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 in desperate need for sure. Um, and so I'm glad that you know you you you're that kind of a person that that's that's really using the platform you know for the right reasons also bring awareness. Um, so I you know Deanna, I wanted to kind of make a you know small break here and sort of see if we can uh, drop your handles for um. For you, you know your social media, your Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you still have MySpace. I still do. I know that, but... <laughs> Snapchat, everything, everything. <laughs> your social security, no. But yeah, a great moment here to make a quick break and 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 then that way people can follow you. Um, and if uh, you know if you, if anyone that's joining now or you know it's going to be listening to this. Um, we're talking to the wonderful, talented Deanna Molay, who's actress, producer, a stand-up comedian, which we're going to touch on that a little bit, and Miss America. She's also an entrepreneur. So she does it all, basically. She does it all, guys. And I'm really thrilled and, you know, beyond blessed to have her on the show today, Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. Um, yeah, so go ahead and drop your handles if you can. I sure can. That would be Deanna Molay. And Instagram would be Deanna Malay at Twitter and Deanna Malay 
at Facebook. So all the animal lay across the board. No, I don't have a MySpace. No, I don't have a TikTok. What else is there? I don't. I, those are the only know. three social media platforms. Oh, and you can find me also on YouTube, the Animal uh-huh. Race. So yes, and Google. You could get Googled, right? If you get Googled, there's um, there's uh, pictures of Miss America also all over. Yes. So fantastic! You make us proud, by the way. You're like the first Latina Chicana um, Miss America uh, to you know beauty pageant to have won the beauty pageant in 2000 and if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 2004. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was yesterday. My son was born in 2004, so oh, that wow. was a couple of, of, of years ago. Um, I wanted to to uh, also, you know, let's talk about the funny bone. When did you get the funny bone? They decided, hey, you know what? I'm pretty good. I'm going to give it a, a stab, you know, and go on uh, uh, on stage and kill it. Just kill it. Well, when you're running, when you're running with talent like Big Citric and Martin, Phil Medina, and of course, George Lopez back in the day, you can't help but just, you know, basically just have, you know, that quick wit. Because when you're hanging out with these guys, Uh you know, I'm not just going to stand there and stay quiet before you know it. You know, I'm involving myself with their jokes and being, you know, the beginner or if not the middle or if not being, Mm -hmm. you know, the the crazy end of it. And, you know, that's how you keep the chemistry going because otherwise if I walk in the room and I'm just quiet and just there to work and then go home, the chemistry is not there. So creating that vibe of chemistry being around, you know, the comedian, you know, crowd that I do run with, including concrete himself too. um, And our gang, you know, on ghetto busters, that's why it creates such a great vibe. And with that said and done, you know, being married to the same man for uh, 23 years, you know, you have to have some type of, I know. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You're you're like, where's the, hey, where's the gun when you need it? No, No, if anything, I just spit fire and I just basically say something really funny and dorky. And of course, he's so used to my humor anyways. And it does keep us laughing at the end of the day. And it's great therapy, by the way, too. <laughs> it, it really is. And you just you just pretty much nailed it. Uh, uh, you know, you need to to laugh. Laughing is highly important. So you you uh, when did you start uh, doing stand up? How long have you been doing it for? Um, I've actually been doing it. Um, I had my first uh, stand up comedy show that would have been two months ago. I'm going on my second comedy show this uh, coming week, September 30th. I'll be back at the Hollywood Comedy over there oh with, 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 with tammy yes you tammy got larson Woo, uh-huh. tammy Yo, she was tammy. supposed to be on my show and she hasn't got on and claudia coloma good friend yes. of mine claudia oh, yay yeah i'm gonna go we're gonna turn out hon we're gonna go to uh see um this wonderful show of all female comedian uh a lineup i think we we did it once before a while back and um i loved it i love what they're doing there i'm definitely yes. gonna turn out for it so once again uh, uh when let's pump it let's pump it out there people need to go that would be the wonder woman show at the comedy hollywood comedy over there in la and uh basically a great exactly a great lineup of amazing hilarious mm-hmm. women very funny it's great it's fantastic yeah yeah she's tammy's doing big things out there and all the ladies you know i'm we're we love it i i really enjoy it and, and last time we were there we had a we had a hoot. Um, can't wait to go to this one, and we're gonna go support you. So, yeah, Thank we're you. definitely. Gonna go, yeah, from the bottom of my heart. I mean, we're really gonna go and, and have a good time, and and um, I got a few miserable friends that I can bring along so they can laugh and 
<laughs> well, you better be careful because I do I do pick on you men in the audience. I mean, I can't help it. I can't. I'm on the fly uh-huh. quite a bit. So if I see something that I can definitely bring you out of your closet, I will do it uh-huh. all day long on stage. But again, with but the girl, credibility. Girl, I came, out a, I came out rolling a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I I tried my I I tried I tried a, a stand up a while back and you know after a while I just you know, I got cold feet and I just haven't done it yet anymore anyway. Why? Um, I don't know. It's a crime, but you know when you meet my girl, you ask her why. I, I don't know. I just need a hit. Of, I do so many things. You know, I spread myself thin, and then it's one thing where like, nah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna like like hang out. I'll be I'll be the audience instead of being the person up on the on the at the front. And I love the I love um you know the stage. I I used to do um plays growing up. I did a lot of plays in uh at Plaza La Raza in, in in Lincoln Heights. And I I love I love acting. You know, and love being in front of um of the camera. I'm a camera whore. You know, but no, but I I love I love being on stage. It's like it's really great. You come alive, and you know that. I mean, you're an actor. You know, one actor to the other. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. But no, I haven't done it anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I love to 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 write. You know, comedies. I think uh, uh, jokes and skits and 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 bits. I've done a few of them. A good friend of mine. Um, uh, I I got started with Rudy Moreno over in um at the Ice House. Rudy Moreno is a good buddy of mine. We grew. Uh, I grew up in Lincoln Heights, and he was like the comedian that made it out of Lincoln Heights. You know. Yes. Um, yes. Him and uh, used to open up for Tierra back in the day. So shout out to all my local heroes. Um, um, I used to go watch Rudy uh, at the Hop in uh, uh-huh. La Puente. I used to go watch him there with a friend of mine, Frank. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh-huh. so he's a really good friend of Rudy uh, Moreno, uh-huh. and uh, he's my funny. friend Frank. Oh, hilarious. And my friend Frank is like, hey, do you want Rudy to write for you? I'm like, nah, it's not good. Because uh-huh. I don't think he uh-huh. talks much about me as far as a male is concerned. So, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. I, he, uh... I tell a lot of sausage jokes. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some I'm gonna bring some earplugs for my girl. Um, <laughs> no, but I I really I really um, you know it's it's been it's been a joy nothing but a joy talking to you and we're almost out of time but um, I wanted to uh, concentrate on what's next for you. I really want to I, I know you're you're doing just a, a slew of things and is there other stuff that that you want to uh, talk about out of the vault or you just don't want to disclose anymore. Well, there's always always a lot of stuff that I want to talk out of the vault. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What other stuff you have on the wraps? Um, I'm actually collaborating with quite a few people right now on different projects. We have another project um, right now in the making, which is a horror thriller um, flick. And that's going to be a full feature length. So I'm really excited. Um, We're going to start uh, post. I'm sorry. um, We're going to start production on that in October. So truly, truly excited about that. And I'm executive producer along with Deanna Land being attached to that along with Falcon pictures and my other um, team that I work with, which is trick six films. So um, that's going to be our first full length film altogether collaborating. And Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a lot of um, attached uh, A-list artists to that. So again, that's going to be very, very exciting. Um, Ooh, I also, oh, mm-hmm. believe, oh, believe me, I'm so stoked about that and hopefully going to get ready to start shooting season two of Ghetto Busters. So I'm um, excited yeah. about that as well. And uh, you're just going to have to stay tuned because, like I said, I have quite a few things in the mix. 
and mm-hmm. don't want to let too much out of the bag. But now right, I have right, you as right. a new friend. So I can't wait uh-huh. to see what you're going to pitch me. <laughs> oh, I got some stuff. Boy, do I got stuff. And then I, I had to tell you, like, it's funny, but, you know, obviously the show, my show, um, this podcast just came to be to fruition. Like you said, nothing's by coincidence, by sheer coincidence. But, um, you know, I was a driver for many years. And, and one of the guys that I was lucky to drive, and I got to say that, I mean, you know, the guy's just amazing, so gracious, really cool dude is George Lopez. And I wanted to take this moment to say, you know what, this guy was a hell of a cat. I mean, I drove him. Um, I had nothing but good uh, fun with him. He's just super funny guy and really nice, nice man. And um, yeah, I got to drive him a couple times for um, with the company. And and I know he's a friend of yours. So George Lopez, mm-hmm. if you're listening, brother, you're a brother, and you're always gonna be a brother. And um, keep doing what you're doing, man. You you inspire us. And and I oh, really, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's also another friend of Rudy. Rudy's Moreno's friends of his too. Forgot. Yes, he is. And but, we'll be seeing George yeah. at his uh, his classic golf course. Uh, classic yeah, um, october the 4th right. so looking forward uh-huh. to that so being raising money for his kidney foundation yes. so yes yeah yes. always always near and dear to a lot of you know uh-huh. people that we uh-huh. run with our latinos and everything all of our that's uh, right stuff that we do for our communities and george is one Absolutely. that definitely gives back because if it wasn't for george being part of my career and again back in the day when i first met him on set of the um george, george Lopez show? show on abc yeah. You know, he I must have me. seen you there. You maybe did. I'm serious. Yeah. I was there um, the whole first season, and okay. um, I was an actual stand-in for Constance. And um, oh, Constance Marie, shout correct. out to Constance. Yeah. Oh, Constance again. Uh, I go way back in the day too to um, basically a couple of shows that I stood in for her back in the day as well with Edward James Olmos and Raquel Welsh. Right. So again, the career goes way back. So it's full wow, circle right now. Yeah, I know. Full circle right now with everything that's going on. But again, you know, it's just all paying it forward, staying engaged, but staying connected, yeah. staying connected. Yeah. We're staying connected. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to turn out to your show and then we're going to support you and then also um, chat it up maybe after. And then we're going to go see Jerry Velasco. Oh, we uh, know. Jerry, we're going to go see you out there now. Monty. Beautiful city of Almani. I love Almani. All the people there are just fantastic. Enormous uh, shout out to all the, the the folks out there in Almani, in, in the city of Almani, and Jerry uh, Velasco in particular. And and also, um, yeah, I'm just just thrilled and, and and stoked to have you on. Well, thank you. So much. And, and we'll be seeing Jerry at the Broadway Film Festival October 23rd and 24th. So we'll be out there at the Broadway Film Festival with Ghetto Busters too. So Ooh, yep, yeah, you guys are, oh, let's talk place. about oh real quick. Let's talk about also why don't we do that and say I'm gonna say uh give a shout out to the East LA Film Festival is coming up. The East LA Film Festival is coming up and you guys are gonna be there, right? October the 10th at 2 45 oh. p.m. We will be at the Raleigh Studios and we'll be airing uh-huh. episode one there. And then we're going to join everybody with the evening festivities of the red carpet event happening at 7.30 p.m. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody there, including the cast. The cast will be there, too, October okay. 10th at 2.45 p.m. at the Raleigh Studios. You got I got tickets for that already, by the way. Yay! Yeah. We'll see you I got a limo ready for me and my girl. We're going. <laughs> well, we'll be um, ghetto, and we'll definitely uh, ride coattails. <laughs> <laughs> I never say you guys couldn't come with me. 
we'll have, pick we'll us have up at in and out come on yeah for sure we're gonna drive down to rosemead to pick you guys up rosemead. i know huh we're pretty much all over rosemead. the place <laughs> it's not the people you're gonna be down there rosemead in and out who's gonna be waiting for you yeah we'll get scratch marks on on the limo going through in and out. Oh god that is funny <laughs> that story is hilarious hands down um that is it you guys for today oh my god i can't believe time is just blown by but i am beside myself i had such a great time um just interviewing you and you are just amazing so gracious to come on the show thank you so much for just allowing me to you know just look a little into your life and and and, and all the wonderful things that you're doing and helping out our our people in such a magnificent way thank you so much really i really from the bottom of my heart um yeah give it up for all the women out there they're making it happen specifically our chicana and latina uh filmmakers and and shout out to to all of you guys, Shauna and 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 um and Iris and, and and Janet and a lot of my friends that are just doing it and and Deanna, you're now part of the the family. So yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. Malay, ladies. Yeah. Um, once again, your your uh, let's drop your in Instagram handles, your Facebook handles. Um, where can people find you? Where can they um they stalk you? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they can follow me on Instagram, Deanimal uh -huh. And okay. you can follow me on Twitter at Deanimal And follow me on Facebook at Deanimal Well, it's been a great evening. Thanks again. I appreciate it so much. We'll be talking shortly. Okay. Sounds and um, thanks again, guys. It's been great. Thank you for another Juicy Divas Confessions Juicy. of a Limbo Driver. Oh, yeah. So next time, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>